Hello, sir. My name is Moenzi Freedom Peak, and I work as a manager over at the Strakeln East Narquelian Company Loading Bay, and uh, I, I was told that I should discuss uh, Patreon. You can support the show over at patreon.com slash gamezillamedia. Uh, but honestly, I did want to focus on something uh, new and kind of exciting for uh, Gamezilla Media. Uh, you see, a new show has been added uh, called Movie Blast. Uh, it's with its hosts, Bob and Bax. And as far as that goes, uh, they you know discuss movies, break them down, and uh, give you some interesting facts. Uh, make sure to check that show out. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, but I do appreciate you listening. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group learned that Esther Moonflower has been requested to go to the Nine Hells and defend Lucidia Grawl's soul. The group has also learned of orcs that are hiding in Thunder Tusk Cove, and that something terrible is happening at Lockwood Stables. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Uh, Tilly and Alistair, you guys have just found out that something really strange has happened at the Lockwood Estates. Uh, this wood elf starts throwing up teeth onto the ground as everyone kind of recoils away and steps aside. I want to go up to him. Are you okay? And he just like just barfs and like barfs. And a few moments pass, and he starts like breathing heavily. You know, like when you run out of breath while you're mm-hmm. throwing up, and he's like, <sighs> "Here, have some water." And you give him a water skin, and he like rinses out his mouth and spits it onto mm-hmm. the ground, and he stops. He says, what did I eat? Man, I don't think you want to look at it. Just And he, 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 he looks down, and he's just like, ugh. And he doesn't pay much attention yeah, as he just gets up. And he says, oh, what's going on? Do you know where you are? I'm in the back room. Uh, did I drink too much? No, do you remember where you were like a day ago or so? Um, no, uh, I don't. And he kind of steps out as, and like the other two are just staring in unison at him, like weirdly. And he kind of like walks out and he walks up to uh, Moenzi and he says, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Freedom Peak, what's going on with those two? And Moenzi kind of looks to the two of you, Tilly and Alistair, as sort of like a, like, what do I tell this guy kind of thing? Um, They are just kind of overexerted themselves. They're just really out of it from all the work and business you guys have been doing. So we just came in to check in on them and we'll, you know, if you, and obviously you're affecting you physically, you should probably get some rest. Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll do that. And, uh, Moenzi Freedom Peak says, yeah, you know, take the, the rest of the day off. If you need tomorrow off, just let me know. We'll, we'll figure out your shifts later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy walks off and, uh, the two that are still <clears throat> staring in unison immediately hunch over as well and just start throwing up. Moenzi, were they, how long were they like that? Uh, they, I mean, they, they came in, uh, just a few days ago and I've just been kind of keeping them here 
since they seemed ill, I, I didn't really know what else to do. I didn't know where to take them. Did they eat or drink anything since they've been back? I fed them a bit and, and gave them some water, but not not that. Who? How did they get back here? Did any of your other men or, or workers act like this? No, only the ones, these three, that have gone into that area. Okay, um, I want to go up to the... Uh, had the the forest gnome that I talked to earlier. I'm like, are you all right? Uh, the forest gnome, as as you know, as soon as he's like done throwing up, uh, he just whispers, "The aberration whisperer," <laughs> and he like throws up some more. I'm just gonna say, do you know the name Illinok? He heaves up whatever was left inside of him. More of these. T- more teeth like it's thrown up like the other two and he sort of like step steps aside and the weird like sunken look in his face is gone now that he's thrown up and he goes um illa what who are you uh don't worry about it you've been uh you had heat stroke you guys have been kind of out of it for a couple days here and the wednesday's been taking care of you we just came in and check in on you guys uh roll uh uh deception Uh, that would be a 26. Wow. Yeah, he, he nods along. Mwenzi himself is suddenly like, oh, yeah, maybe it's heat stroke. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and the, the, guy, the, guy, the guys nod, and they just sort of get up, and they don't really seem to have any memory of where they were at or anything before. It's almost like the memory got thrown up out of them. Mwenzi, I'm sorry that they made a mess, one. But two. Goes, no, yeah, that's, I'm glad they're better. Keep an eye on them. He goes, all right, yeah, I, I will. From a distance. Well, I mean, we work together. I don't I know mean, how far away I can be. Well, just if anything weird happens, just make note of it. Maybe go to, to Esther and tell her but Esther, to get a hold okay. of us maybe. But just, I mean, just keep an eye on them. Make sure nothing else strange happens to them. Sure. Um, so, of course, sir. If this is going to sound weird, if either of them start talking about nightmares, okay, make sure you tell Esther. All right, nightmares. All right, and uh, Tilly, is there anything you'd like to talk to uh, Mwenzi about? I'd um, be like, Mwenzi, do you got like a little small satchel that I could have? Uh, sure. Uh, and he he looks to his own gear and he hands oh, you a satchel. No, I know what and you're doing. And I'm gonna fill it up oh. that satchel with some of those teeth vomit, oh, and then I'm gonna put it in God. the bag of holding. Oh, you're a disgusting person. Tilly. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, there's really no role involved for that. Yeah, you not a constitution <laughs> save as she's you know she's what? going nah, through nah, vomit. Nah. Just, you just shut up, Alistair. Nothing needs to be rolled. She's used to this kind of nonsense by now, I guess. Uh, you, it is super gross. And you scoop up into this like now wet sack. Yeah, uh, this like gross. like you're a piece like of shit. Teeth and, <laughs> teeth and vomit, Ugh. and you slide it into the bag of holding. Marking it down. Ugh. God. Bag of teeth and Bag vomit. Bag of teeth <laughs> and vomit. That's gross. All right, we're gonna thank you, Moenzi. Uh, if if you hear anything else, if anyone else comes back like that, let me let us know. Yeah, he nods and he he tells you that uh, he's he's you know canceled any uh, investigations into the area from his That's team a or whatever. Great you know? idea. And yeah, he nods along and and he 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 knows well enough to stay out of this. Mm. All right, Tilly, let's head back and check on Jandar, and you're a piece of work. You know that? Like, I don't... I you don't, never know when I, you're going to need no, a bag of tea. No, 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 <laughs> no. And vomit. No, and, and vomit. vomit. Yeah. And, I mean, 
I know when we're not going to need that ever. <laughs> ever are we? You had an idol that was made of gnashing teeth, and you now you want a bag full of actual teeth. There's got to be a connection and vomit. And you guys argue and bicker oh, as you guys God, head back to the Midori School of Magic, and you guys walk on in, do the knock, do the knock, walk on in. And uh, sure enough, uh, uh, Jandar is like passed out, like kind of like uh, unconscious. And like elves, elves don't necessarily sleep, but it almost seems like he's blacking out. Uh, and uh, 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 Professor Von Dragovich looks to you and uh, he says, He's got some baggage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all kind of do. Um, oh, fair enough. His, did he unload a lot on you? Just piece of shit. Just maybe a little. Do you want us to remove him from there for you? He says, "I, I mean, it, I'm, I'm. You've stayed with me before. It's, it's, it's. Okay. In, you know, I should know if he's annoying you. No, it's fine. It, I mean, I can. I'm a genius. I can work through most any condition. All right. What? Well, how's the cannon? Work? Christopher Mach two. What? What did you just say? He just no, it, Professor Von Dragovich. No, says, nothing. He just said nothing. Christopher Mach two. Guys, you that doesn't you even actually, make sense. Don't worry on. about it. You you do this every night. What sleeping is fucked up. Yeah, like, like I was like dreaming and stuff about what I had something about goat cheese and mixed with Tilly and teeth and orcs to the north. What what it what happened last night? It's not. It's drunk? still. It's still the night. <laughs> yeah. It's it's in the evening at this point. But it's yeah, the same day. You just puked all over that camp. I'm inside of a building with no windows. I don't have any sense of time. Yeah. I mean, he, he raises a valid point. I mean, what it's, is it's pretty stuff? What up is in this here. Christopher Mach two? What? what is what? Christopher Mach two. It's you a dream. It's, Don't yeah, worry well, about it. I had it. a dream, man. No, you asked anything. me about Mach two earlier. I don't recall that in the yes, least. Yes, and then you've been asking Roll me inside. about animals. Oh, a natural twenty. You feel like Professor Von Drakovich is hiding something from you involving Christopher and something very fast. Doctor, He's or professor, pissed. whatever. There's something going on here. And you're not telling me the truth. I want to know what's going on. There, there's no reason for you to raise your voice. Everything's okay. It's going to work out. What is going to work out? Did I honestly wake up to us arguing about a goat. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna lay yes. that down. Yes. Why are we talking about Christopher? That's a good point. We shouldn't be. What did you no, find? No, no. <laughs> I'm not putting this down. What are you doing with Christopher? Where's Christopher? You have him? You I know where don't. Christopher is. Yes, I know. That's why I'm confused. I don't understand why you're talking about it. I woke up and yelled something. Yeah, but you said exactly something that he's been questioning me on in separate ways. I don't think so. I don't recall that in the least. I think you're crazy. Maybe there's something going on between everyone here. Tilly, you've been <laughs> awfully quiet for no reason. I cast calm emotions on Alistair. Sure, how does the spell work? Um, I attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Each humanoid within a 20-foot radius sphere centered around a point of your choice within range must make a charisma saving throw. Um, and on a fail, I suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened, or alternatively, I can make a target indifferent about a creature of my choosing. Wonderful. Everybody, including Professor Von Drakovich, aside from Tilly, make a charisma saving throw. Do I... Does... Bards have advantage on charisma saving throws? Not necessarily. Or was it charms? They, uh, uh, 
I mean, if you have a class feature that does that, sure. I thought I did. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, no. then ignore it for now. Yeah, that's fine. Until hindsight hits you in the face later. That's fine. Uh, what, what Christmas is the, saving throw. What is the um, number? Well, we'll find out in a second. Roll. I got a natural 20. <laughs> what you get? Or what do, what's the number they have to hit? Oh, uh, spell save DC 15. Uh, Professor Von Drakovich uh, failed. Uh, and Jandar failed. So Jandar and uh, Professor Vodrakovich just kind of mellow out, and they go, I don't know. He goes, I, I don't know why he's yelling. I don't know why he's yelling either. He's just, I mean, come on, man. Just chill it was out. Going, it was going to be a surprise for you. Yeah. What surprise? Well, it's not going to be a surprise if you know about it, so forget about it. Yeah, we're never going to do it now. It's not we're even going to happen. You ruined everything. What is going on with all he, three of you? He here? takes a sheet of paper that's tacked to the wall, yeah. and it's the outline of a goat, and it, and it has like little like zoom marks behind it, and he just <laughs> takes it and puts it in the, the bucket with vomit. What was that? It, it was plans, but they don't matter anymore. Yeah, you ruined it. Good job. What? I didn't ruin anything. Yeah, you just went Wait, you're going to make man. a new goat? Like a, like a new Christopher? Well, Doesn't not matter. anymore. Not anymore. Oh, you're not going to do it at all? No. Well, no. The, the yeah. surprise is over. Yeah, it was only for a surprise. I mean, just because I know the surprise doesn't mean that you guys can't still do it. Yeah. No, actually, that's exactly what it I means. mean, if you if you if you know about it, you can't be surprised. It yeah. just seems to be... Well, Tilly, what do you, how do you weigh on that? I, was, I agree with you guys completely. Like, I mean, it's his fault. Well, I mean, honestly, it's your fault for pushing the envelope too far. I mean, I guess I put it in the the bucket. I, I, I suppose it's my responsibility in the end, and I really, ruined it. But yeah, I think really it's all of our faults. We, yeah, really, we failed everyone here. Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. we got to go back to the just building that cannon. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to focus on that. Maybe we can worry about Mach 3 next time. Yeah, I mean, perhaps. I don't know anything. It's even you guys faster, code. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are just fucked up right now. I don't know what's... I'm going to... What time is it? In the early evening. Uh, did Let's you want to let go them to, know? I I am so confused right now that like I don't even know if I should let them know about it. I, I I'll take a moment like to catch my thoughts. Sure, and I'm gonna come back. Okay. Well, while he's gone, I'm gonna fish out the uh, the goat with the zooms. And be like, it's still on. Yeah, of course it is. And he, and he puts it in the, the vomit-filled or the vomit-soaked uh, plans in a drawer, desk drawer, and he slams it shut. <laughs> and then I, we and then I creep up, and then fist I creep bump. up and kind of like get into this little huddle, and I go, "No, but can you seriously do Mach three? I mean, I I was going to have a hard time working on Mach two, but I I'll see what I can do." And Alistair walks into the room. All right, guys, I needed just a moment because you're all, I don't know, yeah, yeah, I don't sure, know what's sure, going sure. on. Yeah, you, take man, your time. Whatever, yeah. Apparently. Oh, you were pretty hammered earlier, Jander. Do you remember anything my, we talked to Phil? Kind of makes Phil sense Fizz? why my head feels like this. Do you remember our conversation with Phil Fizz? I figured that Von Drakovich was just trying to remove my brain. He goes, no, no, it's it's it's. I mean, I didn't have a body to put it into. You, you've been in a jar before, so I didn't know where I was going. Well, I also don't have any jars. Uh, uh-huh. That's fair. Uh, Do you so remember? Wait, what? Yes, uh, yeah. Or, the bar. Oh uh, yeah, orcs to the north. That's why I remember. Okay, he so also, that's where we're going, right? No, he also mentioned uh, about um, some. Well, I saw a thing of Lockwood Stables, and he told me where to go to get some. Oh, here we go. Me, me, me. I'm Lord Alistair Lockwood, and I need to make sure everything's about me. Do you I, have any money, please? So I beg for money? I'm a lord. How how many times has he gone into a building and said, Oh, do you have anything? I I know that your father just died, but. uh, How many times? I did that once on accident. uh, Okay. Okay, how about I go into the inn and go, Yeah, I'm a lord, so uh, you got like a suite for me? That's what uh, they said that they had. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every time. 
Okay, anyways. Some of the workers from the trading company found a place called Lockwood Stables, and then they came back, and they were like, you remember the stuff we saw with with Enya and Davida, those, those flashbacks and how messed up they were and dazed and just out of it? Yes. These people were like that, and then they vomited up teeth, like a pile of teeth and vomit. And Professor Von Dracovich chimes in. He goes, like, uh, teeth. Teeth. I don't suppose you have these teeth, do you? So, sure uh, do. Fucked up Mackenzie over there. Uh, <laughs> scooped up a pile of it for some reason. I thought her name was Tilly. It's a, that's a, it's a joke name. You can call her that anytime you want. Fucked up Mackenzie. Yes. I don't get it. It's, well, it's you got to be there. It's like an inside joke. But feel free to use it. Anyways, Tilly, give... give Von Dragovich the bag, I guess. Yeah, I pull out the bag of teeth and give it to Von Dragovich. He like takes the bag and he goes, "I might be able to work with some of this." Can I have it? Yeah. Do you recognize the oh. teeth? Surprise, surprise, Alistair. Okay, I don't. He I, I'm, not, I'm not upset about it because who in their right mind would scoop up a bag to make a pack of? Teeth vomit. Professor Rodrakovich raises his hand. Jandar, Jandar shut up. Jandar, <laughs> I, have, I have teeth on my necklace have, right here. I thought you had ears. I mean, actually, teeth. of all people, Jandar yeah. totally gets collecting <laughs> I teeth. I don't know how I'm the weird one in this, but I guess I am. Mm. Anyways, yeah. do you recognize the kind of teeth these are from me? Um, well, they're not mine. Uh, hold, on, hold on, like hold on, hold on. or animal. Hold on. They're not mine either. Can you smile really wide, no. Alistair? No, I can't. right now, in this moment? There's no smiles that come to me. Well, then I would say there's a uh, 22% prob- probability chance that they're your teeth. I meant, are they human or animal-like? Both. Uh, he looks at him and he, he he lets you know. He goes, they they appear to be the, the, the teeth of a humanoid race. Okay. Maybe human, maybe half-elf. Anyways, it seems like there's some weird shit going down southwest, I think it was. Southwest. Southwest yep. of here. Cool, uh, so we're getting some, some sleep so we can go steak out of this bakery in the morning? I, I was that just was the filling in gender. Why is everybody on my ass? It's a nice ass. I don't know what to say. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah, very plump. Fine, we're going to go. We're going to meet <laughs> the church in the morning. You guys do whatever the hell you want. Does I'm going to get some sleep. Does anybody and I walk have out. more beer? I, I, <laughs> Professor Von Dragovich says, no, I have vomit. Mm, I'll pass. I think it might have once been beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Uh, so, do you guys want to get some rest before you uh, do the stakeout? Oh yeah, I stormed off, and I'm going to get rest in a corner by myself. Sure. So you go into one of the rooms and you lay down. I, uh, Jandar, you got a little bit of rest, but it was mostly just to sort of get rid of, uh, uh, you know, the, the horrible drunkenness you had. So you can still trance, and uh, Tilly, you can uh, get some sleep as well. Uh, did you guys want to get your rest, or do you want to go do anything? Nope, rest. Oh, yeah, rest. Absolutely. So you guys spend a few hours, and you get spelled back, everything like that. You take a long rest. And because you had you know done this in the early evening, it's probably like 2, 3 in the morning when you guys are all kind of up and ready to go. Uh, go ahead and make me wisdom saving throws, all three of you. I got a nine. Fourteen. Eight. Oof. Oof. I. Uh, so, in between you two, as as Jandar's in like one corner and Alistair is in another, uh, you guys kind of wake up from the trance and wake up from your sleep. And in between you two on the floor is the dream journal. 
Motherfucker. <laughs> it was left behind in the depths of Thornhaven. The depths of Thornhaven are locked. Why is this here? You have vague memories of looking at the pages. In On one page, uh, so Jandar, you remember uh, an image. A crudely drawn image of a what looked to be like a jail cell with a mask in it. And the mask looked to be like telomere venom stars. There, like, there was crude drawings of chains, and it looked very. It looked, uh, it, despite being a, an image of a jail, it looked quite a bit different in design. Uh, the drawing than even the the prison inside of uh, Thornhaven. Uh, Alistair, you uh, remember a crudely drawn image of a city uh, made of green stone with like mist swirling about it. And as you pick up the book, sure enough, the the last two pages that were read, presumably by each of you, are indeed these crudely drawn images. I guess we're not getting rid of this thing that easy. Hmm. Do we see the idol anywhere? Tilly, roll a d20. I'm sleeping. You sure are. Seven. Uh, you see Tilly in another corner of the room, and sure enough, the idol is there next to her as she sort of tosses and turns a bit. Of course it wouldn't be that easy. Well, it looks like we read some of it. Yep. Um, you want to hold on to it? Yeah, I'll hold on to the book again. Sure, why not? <laughs> you close the book, you hand it off to Jandar. Does the city mean anything to me? Uh, sure, make a uh, an intelligence check. In fact, uh, both of you can make intelligence checks to see if you can pick apart, uh, uh, you know, maybe what else, you know, like some, some kind of insight into it. I can't pick up anything on it. Um, Critical fail? Yep. <laughs> you, I, I... I can only let you know what you saw. It's a crudely drawn, in it, drawn image of green stone with mist swirling about. Mm-hmm. 14. With a 14, uh, it doesn't look like it's Thornhaven. Uh, not that it necessarily looks like anywhere you've been, but you have memories of uh, the fact that uh, uh, Telomere Venomstar was sealed away within uh, Illithid Penitentiary. You think this uh, that might be what this uh, image is alluding to? This mask inside of a jail cell. Mm. Okay. What was the uh, prison called again? Illithid Penitentiary. And Illithid is I-L-L-I-T-H-I-D. Illithid. Illithid are another name for mind flayers. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yep. Tilly, you wake up. You didn't have the best night, you know, or, uh, well, yeah, technically best night of sleep. Uh, and sure enough, the nightmare idol is plopped right in front of you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Indeed. So the book is tied to us. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get rid of it if we wanted to. That's great. Well, you did want to. We should have gave it to Galeris the second he wanted it. It probably would have just showed back up in, in our hands anyways. Maybe, you don't know. <sighs> So, Venom Star, the image that I saw, though, was his mask. Yep. Did he use that before he was like a, before he was a supernova, did he also use that, did he use a mask when he was just a 
a regular serial killer? Yeah. No, he found that within Illithid Penitentiary, supposedly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, from, from what he was saying, he found the mask, or perhaps the mask found him right. within the prison. Oh, boy. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I, I had good a fantastic morning. night last night. I don't know about you. Uh, <laughs> I've had better. I had nightmares, and I woke up to this idol next to me. Yeah, we woke up to the book between us. Wait, the and book? we both read a page. Yep. You both read a page. <sighs> yeah. And the book's back. Mm-hmm. I thought we dumped it. Yeah, we did. Thought we dumped your idol. Man. There's so the book and the idol are the two most annoying connected things in the world? together somehow? It is an idol uh, in the image of Illinok, the teeth of na- uh, gnashing desire. Uh, so feasibly there could be a link. I mean, this dream journal was is linked to from Enya Everwinter to Illinok, the teeth of gnashing desire, and also as a connection from Enya to the three of you. So what did you guys uh, read in this book? It was more like pictures this time around. Yep, more drawings. Uh, one is a drawing of a mask in a jail cell, which Jandar believes to be a reference to uh, Telomere Venomstar finding the mask in Illithid Penitentiary, the prison that's uh, deep underneath this area, uh, underneath the Shuddering Mountain. And uh, Alistair found or uh, read, uh, saw a picture of a city made of green stone uh, in a like with swirling mists about. Is that the same city we saw in the in the uh, reflection, reflection or in the mirror? And Alistair, it took you a few seconds. At first, you didn't quite get it, and it pieces together in your mind that this is. It seems like this is a crudely drawn image of that city where your own reflections were on the other side. Maybe Melanios knows something since it was in the palace. The mirror was in the palace, the prismatic palace. Yep. Okay, well, it's morning, early morning. What are the, what are our plans? Because we told Hilda that we were going to meet her at the bakery, but yeah. clearly we uh, need to go north and kill orcs. <laughs> we're going to go see this telomere thing through first. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the professor did tell me that the longer I wait, the more satisfying it'll be when I murder every one of these orcs. Uh, as you say that, I... I, I... Professor Von Drakovich, who's floating, uh, like, you know, standing straight up with, like, his legs dangling down, floats by your room as he's holding a book. He goes, murder is very therapeutic, and it's worth the wait, as he floats by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little clubhouse we got here. Um, we could, uh, I don't know. I think we need to try to save up? this child. And then we can head north. Yeah, we need to go find, find my your father. father first so that we can get this cannon built. Right. And then while and then, we're up there, we might as well just stop by and kill some orcs. Apparently. Yeah, swing by, pick yeah. up some food to eat. Murder some orcs. Murder some orcs. <laughs> Who knows? I like this. This all sounds And good then we'll me. go southwest and uh, figure out what's happening at the stables. Yeah. To the bakery. Now, you did say you would meet, uh, she would meet you up uh, at a couple hours. the church. A uh, church, yes. And to the I mean, church. Yeah, yeah, you didn't stay there. So you head to uh, the the church, and she gave you a key, so you're able to creep in mm-hmm. in the early morning hours, or you can stand outside the church. It's whatever you want to do. Uh, do you guys just want to kill time waiting for? Uh, 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 I want to go up to the to the altar. 
Sure. You walk up to the, the altar of the church. And I just want to say a prayer. Absolutely. Make a religion check. Um, that is a mm-hmm. uh, 19. 19, you make a quick prayer. Is there a particular god you want to pray to? Uh, the This is the United Zelfire, right? Yep. Zelfire is the god of nature. The god of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to pray to the god of nature to help uh, protect the things that are in the city that are trying to get out and sure. keep people safe. Absolutely. You make your prayer. Uh, you two, uh, Tilly and uh, Jandar, see uh, Alistair go up to the altar and make a quick prayer. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Is there anything you'd like to do in the meantime while you wait, or do you want to just sort of jump fast forward time? I was just, well, while he was saying the prayer, I was just mocking Alistair's prayer, like... <laughs> Fast prayer. <laughs> I mean, I, I would imagine it was a silent prayer, but it might not have it been. It was a silent prayer. Yeah. Yes. Well, fine. I still think you look stupid up there. <laughs> you know what? You can you can fault him for that. Fair enough. Uh, Tilly, is there anything you want to do? No, I'm just waiting. All right. So unless there's anything else you guys want to do, uh, time goes by. Uh, uh, Esther ends up, you know, getting up. She trances. She's an, an elf, you know, so she trances and comes out and greets you guys after some time uh, and uh, and she do you guys fill her in as to what she's doing yeah she lets you know that she's not a fighter like she doesn't know how she could help in a confrontation with Telomere Venomstar but she wishes you the best she says she'll be praying for you as well thank you I uh, yeah so you guys wait and there's oh, mm-hmm. uh, while we're waiting can I identify the items that uh, we had found at the yeah, the, uh, chateau. You sure can. I was wondering when you guys would remember to do Forgot that. About that. Uh, so there are three items that you had found. Uh, so the uh, an arm. Yes, the, the red glowing arm from yep, his daughter. The red glowing arm. The butcher's cleaver and the armor with the permanent blood stains. Yep. So the I uh, I uh, so the I uh, uh, studded leather is I. Uh, Plus one leather armor. It's plus one studded leather armor. Uh, so if you, and it does require attunement, uh, the the sort of the downfall of this item is that it always makes a blood stain rise up to what you're wearing. So even if you wear a cloak over it, the blood stain will always bubble up to whatever you're wearing. So it looks like you're just bloodied. Okay. Uh, the next item is the arm. The burned arm is a uh, wand of fireballs. So it allows you to cast the spell fireball, which is a pretty potent spell. Uh, but the downfall of this item is that it uh, glows red hot. It burns your hand and you take damage as you use it. And it also looks like a preteen girl's arm. Oh. Uh, the final item is the cleaver of Brutus. It is a... Uh, Plus two short sword, uh, which is also uh, vicious, so it does double crit damage. You know it's cursed, but you can't tell how it's cursed. You think that maybe there's some fragment of Brutus pain within the weapon. You think that if you attune it to yourself, it'll probably likely make you do things. He, he, Brutus Payne would have some influence over you. Oh, shit. Yep. I don't want any of that. You don't want the armor that just uh, just shows blood? No. Really? 
Mm. I think I would think you would because you want to look intimidating. You have teeth on a necklace. Yeah, but th- those are orc teeth. Orc tusks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it requires attunement. I don't know what you're attuned to. Uh, that you would have to if you can only be attuned to three things. Three things. Yep. I don't think I have three things. I uh, know you have the uh, the cursed bow. The bow. Yep. You have the uh, telepath. Tele- telepathic thing. The glasses. And then you have the quiver or the one thing. Does that attune? I don't man? know if that's a tune though. Yeah, I think that's not a tune. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to use the armor, I'll, I mean, yeah, I could uh, Fine, drop I something would. on mine if I, if you want me to use it. I, whatever. Can I take the armor but not attune it yet? Sure, you can always hang on to it. You can hang on to all. What these is items. it? Plus one. Plus one. So yes. it's the. It would essentially add because you already have studded leather armor, right? Correct. It would add a plus one to your uh, AC. Which would put you what? At 18. Okay. Or I could wear it, whatever. It doesn't matter. Think about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. All yep. right. Um, this wand, though, Tilly. I don't want it. <laughs> you don't want the You don't want the wand of fireball? Does that take a tune or no? It does take a tune It does take yes, a tune as Absolutely. Well. I already have an amulet that shoots fireballs, basically. Oh, the uh, circle no. of the blasting. The, the circle of the blasting. It oh. does fireballs, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can just hold on to these other two things and we can figure it out. I mean, I can't shoot fireballs. Do you want to hold a girl's arm? No. I didn't want the armor, but I mean, it doesn't sound like you guys need it. Maybe. Maybe not. I uh, yeah, it's it's uh, completely up to you guys. You guys can I uh, I uh, you know use the items. You can not there. You can use the items, or you can not. Uh, it's completely up to uh, uh, you guys. All right. Well, we can just uh, we can just wait and see, and uh, we can go from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You guys, you know, you don't need to attune them or anything just yet. That's completely fine. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, the uh, uh, time passes. You spend the the like probably like around a half hour, you know, figuring out what these items do. And there's a soft knock at the front door. I'll go answer it. Sure. You uh, get to the door, and it's Hilda. Uh, she has her uh, hair. Uh, looks like her hair has been, uh, which, which was longer before, has now been cut. She has shorter uh, white hair at this point. It still kind of goes shoulder length. Uh, she's wearing a, uh, a thick black hood, uh, the cloak goes over it and she has, uh, a long sword at her side. Uh, and, uh, she has a, uh, uh, like a, a small shield, like on her right arm. She says, are we ready? I am. Jinder? Yeah, let's do it. Tilly? I was born ready. All right, I hate you already. Um, <laughs> Tilly, you can make us more stealthily, right? I can make one person more stealthily. Well, oh. you should already have. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. I'm just really <laughs> I have advantage going. on stealth checks. Yeah, yeah you have advantage I just, on stealth. I, know, so I, that, just, I didn't know if, if it was like a group thing for Hilda she could make too. Oh, uh, well, you do have a spell, don't you, Tilly? I think you have a spell that uh, gives uh, bo- uh, bonuses to uh, stealth, right? Tilly doesn't know. Tilly doesn't Unless know. Tilly didn't Tilly prepare doesn't. it. Tilly didn't prepare it. All right. Well. <laughs> Looks like we're just gonna go uh, go old school on this one. Fair enough. All right, so let's go stake out the bakery and find places to hide. Get all the just know everything about the area. So sure. We can so find him. go ahead and all three of you make uh, uh, perception checks. Doing it. 
Natural 20. Wow. Natural 20. Wow, Tilly. Natural 11. <laughs> so, Tilly, you scope out the place. Let's see how Hilda does. Well, about as good as Tilly. <laughs> uh, so, Tilly and uh, Hilda sort of like start looking around going down the street. Uh, with a natural 20, the this particular bakery is uh, uh, sort of built into the tree itself, and it's some of the building comes out of it. Uh, a lot of the buildings in this area do that, where it's like sort of like built into the, the tree rather than like being like, you know, just walking inside the tree. Uh, and uh, and that's because some of these, you know, buildings require like an oven and stuff. So there needs to be stone. You know, it can't just be the tree itself. So you guys, uh, with your natural 20s, you guys see the uh, the building beside the bakery, the one you hid behind, uh, Alistair, looks to be abandoned. You think that you, like, as you scope out the place, you look around inside, you uh, uh, find that there's, like, a uh, like a Ford lease sign, essentially, on the building. It looks like it's not being occupied. You think you could probably go inside the building itself. Let's do it. Do we scope out the rest of the area to know the street and everything? Sure, and yeah. You, you have a good layout at this point of the, the street. You take a good half hour, hour to do that. And uh, there's a, uh, alleys beside either building. But because they're built into the trees, there's not like a back area to get into Okay, that that's way. that's good. All mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, we want to stake out in this building. Do we want to have someone stand outside? Like in a, hide in a tree or something? You want me to hide in a tree? I mean, I could turn into a, a bird and, and stay outside and hide in a tree or something. Uh, well, I mean, if you get seen as a bird, well, you're just a bird. If right. somebody else gets seen and they're not a magic bird. Well, That's what I mean, but mine only lasts for an hour, so uh, it's it's not like an all-day I mean, thing. I could just use my cloak of shadows and that lasts until I make an action. Is that true? If there's no, if the, if the ability doesn't give you like a, it lasts this long, then yeah, it lasts until you do something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could be good. That no, could be just really make good. a bird call when no, something happens. Ab- like, <laughs> cut my hands in my mouth like, Ca-ca! No, I don't think you need to do that. Ca-ca! No, definitely don't need Jandar, please Depen- back me up on this. Yeah, on the don't say that. Jack. Just scream at the top of your lungs, Orcs to the north! We'll know what it means. I hate you both. Hilda, please help me out here. Hilda is like, make an in- uh, insight check. Orcs to the north! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. No one will know what's going on. Got another natural 20. With a natural 20, she, uh, Hilda looks kind of nervous. It looks like she's kind of holding herself together decently, uh, but uh, uh, she has a lot of memories of Telomere Venistar. He's the one who murdered her childhood friend. Uh, so as far as that goes, uh, uh, she's, she's like, she almost like when you guys start bickering, she kind of almost ignores you and just keeps looking, looking out the, or looking around and looking over. Okay. I'll go, I'll go up to these two then and be like, Hey, listen, this is, looks like it's very difficult for Hilda to really do this. It's, it's taking a lot out of her. So let's just try to be as efficient and, and, you know, smart about this as we can. I know it's fun to do stuff like that when we normally like to be idiots, but maybe for her sake, we could just be a little bit less idiots. Hey, Alistair. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'll yes. be I'll be whoever I want to be whenever I want to be. <laughs> okay. okay. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Oh, if he wants welcome. to be an idiot, he's more he's gonna be an idiot. Okay. I just give him like this kind of like sad look on my face and then I just use the cloak of shadows and walk away. Okay. <laughs> See what you did? Good job. Yeah, you wanna take care of one person, you upset another one. You do that all the time. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> Okay, anyways, let's just go in the building. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Uh, you get to the door, and it's locked. I'll try to pick it. Sure, absolutely. Make a uh, dexterity check. 
That's just a straight dex check? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 19. With the 19, you uh, takes a few moments. You pick the lock. And uh, whereas uh, beforehand, Hilda is is pretty, you know, civically minded, uh, she j- doesn't even bat an eye at the fact you're breaking into this place. And mm-hmm. she's just sort of looking around. She keeps looking over her shoulder. Uh, so as far as that goes, you open the door and it creaks open. And it looks like this is maybe like an abandoned office or something. Maybe somebody had a business here and it closed down or something. Is there like blinds or anything in there? Or is it not really like that kind of... No, it doesn't really curtains. have. Yeah, it, it, because it's abandoned. Uh, there's really not blinds or anything, but like you at least have you know like cover. visibility outside okay. and cover because you can hide you know out of sight of the window okay. and stuff. All right, let's do it. So, uh, there's a window in the uh, like to the opposite side, like not the alley that's facing uh, uh, the bakery. There's the other alley window. There's a. Uh, uh, like a window to the front of the building. There's a window to the you know facing the alley of the bakery, and then there's also a second floor. Um, I'll go up to the second floor. Sure, you go to the second floor. It does. It looks like there's only one window in the front. All right, I'll, I'll man this window and and then I'll come back. I'll, I'll just take note of it, come back down, and be like, okay, do we want to kind of each take a window? Jandar, Hilda. Hilda uh, says that she'll she can take the top floor. She she just wants she she would prefer the top floor. She's real nervous and wants a good wide view. Okay, that's fine. You can take the top floor. Yeah. Jen, Jen um, where do you want to go? Wherever you need me. All right, we'll just take the other windows and then. Uh, sure. Who's on each window? Uh, well, Tilly is outside out front. somewhere. Oh, did you stay outside? Yeah, I'm staying out front. Sure. So you stand out front, and uh, where do you want to be out front? I just. Like just milling kind of, about, yeah. So I want to be like kind of up against the like house that we just broke into, but sure. like so I can kind of like pace back and forth and like look up and down the street and have a good view of the bakery. Okay, cool. No, that works. So I, uh, I. Uh, Quick question: There's yeah. no way for like we can't see her. No. Nope. So she can't even signal us. Right. She would have to audibly signal you guys. Right. Unless she had some magic spell. Otherwise. Gotcha. Magic would be the way around that. Yeah. But then she would get to spell it. Depends on the spell. I, I Because if it's a concentration-based spell, then it would dispel the invisibility. Or if it's an attack spell, it would dispel the invisibility. But uh, otherwise, it'll it'll keep going. Okay. Uh, Jandar, you take one window, I'll take the other? Yep. So we'll just take whatever. There's two in the front, you said? There's one window in the front. There's a uh, an alley window that is not facing the bakery, and then there's the alley window facing the bakery. I'll take oh. I'll take the alley window facing the bakery. You want to take the one in the front? Sure. Since Tilly's outside and she can walk around, she should be able to see Just, yeah. the other one that's not facing the building. Sure. So uh, are you guys like talking this whole time while you wait? Are you being quiet? What do you want to do? Well, we're in the house. The door closed. Sure. So we'll just be relatively quiet enough to where, like, you can't hear us outside, but we can maybe talk to each other a little bit inside. Sure. So are you – essentially what I want to know is if you're making stealthy. stealth checks and being quiet. Because if you're not being quiet, I need to know that. We might as well be quiet. We'll be quiet then, I guess. Sure. So make stealth checks. Uh, the people inside the house have advantage. Uh, and then uh, – And uh, Tilly, make me a uh, well. T- Tilly, you're just sort of walking around. Are you being stealthy or no? I mean, do I need to be stealthy? I'm invisible and I'm a no. Touche. So you guys, I, uh, I, uh, what did everybody get for their stealth checks? 
I got a 25. Wow. I got a 15. Uh, Hilda got about a 22. So everyone's being pretty quiet. Uh, and you guys start waiting. And uh, and time passes, and you guys are being quiet. And it's it's almost a little boring. Uh, Tilly, you're, uh, you have a little bit more flexibility, though. You can kind of move around. Uh, so what would you like to do in the like the front? Are you just wandering around and hoping to catch sight of uh, uh, Telomere? Or... Are you uh, uh, instead like you know? Do you have some other game plan in mind? Yeah, you know, I'm just kind of walking up and down, like just basically poking my head around buildings and uh, sure. looking down streets to see if I can't see him coming. Make an investigation check. Doing it. And what'd you get? Fifteen. With a 15, you uh, start looking around, poking your head into like other buildings, different alleyways, and uh, nothing, nothing's jumping out just yet. And uh, as far as that goes, you uh, like more and more people. Like as the morning comes, like you know, continues on, uh, and the sun sort of starts rising in the distance, you start uh, seeing more and more people, and the the people who own the bakery, you know, like get in. And uh, they open up the shop, and uh, like early in the morning, it doesn't look like it looks like they have leftovers from like the day before or whatever. But uh, you know, time passes, and more and more people start you know like kind of milling about. And it, it it and it's because this is kind of a busy street. It starts getting harder to keep an eye on things because there's so many people. Uh, everybody make perception checks as you uh, uh, you know keep an eye out. And what did everybody get? 17? 11. 24. Jandar, uh, from the front, because you're the front window, right? From the front window, uh, across the rope bridge that Alistair had uh, sort of like, you know, made mention of that he, where he lost uh, Telomere Venom Star the other day. Uh, there is a cloaked figure, whereas everybody else is just wearing regular street clothes and stuff. A uh, cloaked figure uh, uh, starts walking across the rope bridge. I uh, I alert the other two in the in the building that I have eyes on what I believe to be the target. Well, Hilda is up on the second floor. You'd have to get upstairs to like quietly let her know, but you could always shout or whatever. It's up to you guys. How far are we from the bridge? Uh, the bridge is probably about uh, maybe a uh, hundred and fifty feet away from the the building you're at right now. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna get people's attention to look in the direction that I'm looking. Sure. Uh, everybody, uh, Hilda included, in the home uh, sees the cloaked figure. And Alistair, it's a little hard. Like you, you move to the front window, and it's it's you know even there, it's a little hard to tell, and you sort of lose the person in the crowd. Tilly, I. You're sort of like, you know, kind of, you know, invisible and people bump into you and think that they just bumped into somebody else. You know, it's a little hard for them to. They, well, they can't see you, of course. And they, they just sort of like in their minds justify that, you know, they bumped somebody else instead of an invisible form. And uh, and what did you get on perception check again? Eleven. With an eleven, uh, you I uh, I. Uh, are just sort of like milling about. You don't see anything. And suddenly out of the corner of your eye, a cloaked figure walks by and you turn around and it and you lose sight of him. I'm going to follow him. 
sure you had lost sight of them. Uh, go to make an investigation check and see if you can, uh, uh, you know, pick up where they were. Fourteen. With a fourteen, you go looking around and you don't see them. They seem to be like they've like sort of like you know, just sort of vanished almost. They're just sort of like you know. They're not. You can't see them anywhere in the crowd. Uh, for you guys in the uh, the house, uh, go ahead and make me a perception check, and uh, we'll see if uh, uh, you can keep sight on uh, natural uh, twenty. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hilda uh, seems to lose sight. Uh, uh, she's upstairs. You know, you can't really get an update from her. What did you get? Uh, twelve. With a twelve, you lose sight. With a natural twenty, you see uh, uh, the cloaked form. Start walking, and uh, the uh, the cloak form doesn't reveal like you know they don't take the cloak back or anything like that. But uh, you see the uh, the form raise up its hand, and it has like a uh, seems to have like a, maybe like a leather glove on. It's you know can't really tell what they you know, what kind of race they are, what they look like from their image yet. But they seem to adjust something on top of their head underneath the cloak, and you think it might be the mask. And the form stops. Tilly, I. Uh, never mind. I, uh, you you didn't make a stealth check, so that's okay. I. Uh, and the form sort of stops and walks into an alley across the street. So we lost vision, or we see, or I can see. Or I'm sorry, no, you because it's uh uh. So it's uh, in a cr- uh, like uh, uh, it's in a crowd, and he starts heading to like you know continue walking. I should say like into like another uh, 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 area. It doesn't look like it's going to the bakery. Well, it's not going to the bakery. Doesn't look like it. It's the form stopped, seemed to like you know just sort of pause for a moment after adjusting its mask, and then it just went off into another direction. It almost seemed like it was heading to the bakery, though. Should we go follow it? We should have at least Tilly follow it. But Tilly doesn't have a, doesn't have eyes on it, right? Well, you don't we see don't Tilly. Know where Tilly is. You have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we don't make a move, then we're gonna we're gonna lose sight and and have no idea where. So it went. I say we try to follow it at a distance. Tail it. Do we leave Tilda here in case in case this turns out to be a, not the per, not the right person? You could grab Hilda if you wanted. If you want to rush and grab her or shout for her, it's up to you. Yeah, I mean, we should go then, I guess. What do you want to do about Hilda? Let her know what we're doing and see what she wants to do. Maybe come with us or stay here. Sure. Hilda is, uh, uh, she grasps onto her sword tight, you know, in the, the hilt, uh, the handle, and she nods to to head outside. Okay. Right. We'll just go and maybe Tilly will notice. Tilly, make me, uh, well, are are you, uh, the uh, Hilda, Jandar, and Alistar, are you guys sneaking? Yeah, I, I would. I'd kind of consider it like we're using the crowd to blend in and follow, right? Make stealth checks. Tilly, make me a uh, perception check. Natural twenty. Wow. Twenty-six. Twenty-three. Uh, for perception, wow! You do not see Jandar <laughs> or uh, Alistair, but you do see. Hilda, Hilda, uh, uh, is like following, like walks into the crowd, and she almost like bumps into you, but of course she can't see you, and she looks really nervous. I'm gonna follow her. Sure. So you follow her, and in following her, you see that she seems to be following behind 
like following like a trail somebody else has left, like some, like somebody's walking in front of her, but you can't really tell who. Uh, Jandar, you slip into the crowd and like with your natural twenty and just glide in between people, and uh, in the distance you see that cloaked figure. And the cloaked figure gets to another rope bridge and uh, uh, goes to walk across it. It's a pretty wide rope bridge, so there's other people walking from the other side. But now that the figure's on the rope bridge, it's a little easier to see the the figure themselves. So even uh, uh, Hilda and Alistair and you too, Tilly, see this cloaked figure walking across the bridge. Keep going? Yeah, I guess so. It's Keep following. Now here's a question. Are you following uh, immediately on the bridge or are you waiting until the form gets across the bridge? Wait, I, I don't want to get on. I don't want to get too close. Sure. I want to trail. I want to keep keep a gap. How mm-hmm. big of a gap roughly so I know? I mean, how long is this bridge? Maybe about uh, 40 feet. 40, so, 50 feet. How far can you see normally? Uh, line of sight is is pretty decent, you know, like 100, 100, 200 feet, like depends on, uh, uh, you know, like, I mean, it's just harder to see, you know, at a distance, of course. If he's, um, he's coming over or he's on the bridge or it, that the person's on the bridge. Yes. And we're not on the bridge. No, you so, are, you're further back and the person has hit the bridge, is walking across it, and uh, as far as that goes, if you want to, like, stay at the pace you're at, you'll be on the bridge both at the same time. You do I just you... wanted to know if you wanted, like, to wait until he's on the other side of the, the bridge before no, you No, we'll go on the bridge at the same time. Sure. Then... Do you have, like, special tracking in forests at all, or no? We're not in the forest. We are. Technically, well, I mean, are it's we? a city, though. Oh, it's it's okay. within trees, but it's it's a city. It's not exactly like a forest. It's yeah, not like so... you're walking around and finding soil trails and stuff like okay. that. So can I, am I too, am I close enough to detect thoughts? See if I can get a, get a spot of like who this person is. That's 30 feet, right? Yes. Uh, As of right now, you're a, you're probably about like 50, 60 ish feet away as you're going through the crowd. Uh, But now that he's gotten on the bridge, he's moving slower. And so you could feasibly catch up and get within 30 feet. That's absolutely a a chance of that. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to attempt to do that. Absolutely. So, you get up close, make another stealth check as you try to get close to this guy. That would be a 24. With a with a 24, uh he gets to the like the end of the bridge. And uh, and you're creeping up and you're getting closer and you're now about 30 feet away and he stops abruptly. You could read his mind if you want. You could turn around and fade into the crowd. You What would you like to do? I'm going to read his mind. Absolutely. Impenetrable. You attempt to read his mind and it doesn't get through. And uh, the form uh, uh, sort of like stops and he starts to turn around. Okay, I'm going to fade into the crowd then. Make a stealth check with disadvantage. Uh, Everybody else makes regular stealth checks. He was the only one that got close. That'd be a 18. 25. Tilly? 
stealth, uh, your stealth check. Do I, is this even doing anything for me? Yeah. Your invisibility? Oh, yeah, you have advantage because of invisibility. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, let me see if I can get a natural 20 instead of this 27. 27. Uh, 27. 25. 25, and you had an 18? 18. The, uh, uh, the form st- uh, stops and turns around, and sure enough, uh, as the form turns around, you see a, a dark face in the inside. It looks like be a, a drow male. And uh, Jandar sort of dives into the crowd, and the form sort of, or the, uh, the drow, Telomere Venom Star, sort of stops and looks and uh, turns around and starts moving uh, quickly in the opposite, like in the continuing uh, past the bridge and moving on. Pick up our speed or... Yeah, he'll uh, he'll out, outpace you. He's going to start moving quickly, it looks like. Uh, if you'd like, you can chase him. If you'd like, you can sneak after, it, after him. If you continue sneaking, though, as you move... You know, pretty slowly, he'll likely outpace you with his his speed. Can you, can I? Am I near Jandar? Sure. Yeah. He you you notice him. He uh, he didn't hide in the crowd quite very or well. You think he might have been spotted? Can you hunters mark him? You can track people that are marked by you, right? Does hunters mark work like that? I think it's just I damage. You could track. No, it's it's to add damage. It is. It's yeah. not to know where they are. No, uh, there might be spells like that, but I don't think hunters mark does that. Yeah. Damn. No, my tracking. Uh, I don't even. I'm not even sure. I haven't. I haven't had to use it. Uh, Hilda uh, is unsure. She. You almost think she's like. You know. She's like. You know. Really nervous. Anyway. You're not sure if it's going to be a flight or fight type thing right now. Uh, she's. It looks like she's kind of leaning that she wants to start running after him. Um, I can transform into a bird and take from the air. If you guys want to stay below. Would that help? Yeah, it'd probably be better. That way we can we can stay stealthy and try to try to, and we'll just track the bird then. Sure. Uh, so uh, Hilda is willing to to not run after. Do you want to turn into a bird? Yeah, I'll turn into an owl. Absolutely. You turn into an owl. Uh, takes a turn. You transform like on this bridge, and people are like kind of looking at you guys funny. But uh, you you transform, Alistair, and you take flight. Go ahead and make me a uh, 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 stealth check. Uh, with a, I believe it's with advantage. With advantage, and then yeah. is it my stats or it, there's its stats? For it's stealth. stats, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Let me get to that page. Um, all right. How will stealth check is dex, right? Or is it? Uh, I mean, unless dex. it has extra bonuses, it is dex. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't remember where it was at. Okay. So with advantage, so that is, mm-hmm. um, so stealth, so I have, yep. I think it's a, I think it's an 18. All right. So you yeah. take to the, the, uh, the air and you fly after the form and, you know, because uh, he is running at this point, like, you know, picking up speed. Uh, but, uh, as far as that goes, I, uh, it, uh, I. Uh, it doesn't. It, it essentially looks like uh, uh, he, you know, because of you being up in the air, it's a lot easier to follow him. He doesn't have to get you. He's bounding mm-hmm. through the crowd, and uh, a few moments pass, and he 
sort of uh, ends up. It looks like he like kind of loops around and like goes to uh, like across another rope bridge and he loops back uh, the kind of the way he came. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he he noticed or felt like he was being followed, and so he's sort of like you know like trying to lose the others. And uh, and he comes to a stop in a uh, a tree. Uh, on the uh, the western or the yeah the western part of town, and he sort of stops and he kind of looks up, and uh, and doesn't seem to see anything, and he walks into the this tree. Okay, so I, I'm gonna perch onto the tree that uh, I saw him walk into. Sure. To wait for the the rest to kind of come up. Yeah, so your friends take a few moments, and they were at a distance. You know, it's a little harder to see. And after a couple of minutes, uh, everybody's together in front of this tree. All right, I'll fly down and I'll undo my owl form and say, you went into this tree. Hilda looks to you guys for, for confirmation on what to do. She's kind of gripping the, the handle of her sword. Do we want to go in? Where's Tilly? Well, I'm right here. Where's here? Down here. Uh, yeah, she's invisible. In this general direction. Where's Follow the, my voice. This tree, is it just one entrance? Like, it looks like everything else is closed off? Like, can I, can I scope out the the structure sure uh so uh uh hilda even lets you know that it, this is sort of like almost like a almost like apartment housing uh it's more low-income housing it has a lot of different you know uh, uh like tenants, rooms essentially yeah. tenants yeah it's almost like an apartment complex for narquelli in here oh so this could be a hallway to many rooms yeah she lets you so know we should get in as soon as as possible so ducks into a different room right yeah she lets you know that once he was inside like you know unless you had followed in he, we wouldn't know yeah, where exactly. Yeah. She lets you know, though, that like you know that we might be able to find something at this point. Though. Yeah. Do we want to go in? We need to see if there's like a landlord in there, and yeah. see if we can get an idea of what room he would be in. Yeah. Guys, if we get in there, we can go to the hallway, and then I'll just knock on the I'll knock on the door, and then see who answers it. Because <laughs> I'm invisible, <laughs> and then I could tell you which room he's in. <sighs> Well, let's go in and then go from let's there. Let's see how many rooms we have to work with. Sure. So you walk in, and uh, there's a, a small hall, and it leads to like a like a T junction. And uh, sure enough, I uh, it looks like there's probably about like maybe eight different uh, rooms, you know, spread throughout this long hall. If you guys want, you can try to make perception checks, listen in uh, to different places. You can make a... Uh, I want to hustle to the end of the hall to the to the T, just up to the T and, mm-hmm. and peer around the, 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 the sides and see if I can see him walking out or perception. anything. Uh, that would be a 27. With a 27, you peer around and you hear noise coming from some of the these like, uh, uh, you know, uh, domiciles, these rooms, these apartments. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, uh, you don't necessarily see Telomere Venom Star. Hmm. Did you guys want to... Uh, are there any spells you can cast? Are there any, is there any skill checks tr- you want to make? I don't know if detect magic would help, maybe. Is there any, like, office or anything like that? Like, uh, someone that would be running this facility? I I got it. I can cast something. Oh, uh, what do you want to cast? I'm going to cast Locate Object 
and I am going to describe Telomere Venom Star's mask. How far away does it work? Um, it just says the casting time I have to be in the range of myself. Durations for 10 minutes. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction that object's location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so you, do you want to cast it? Heck yeah. You uh, uh, think to yourself, uh, you know, Telomere Venom Star's mask. I. Uh, you cast the spell, and uh, you have seen it up close, within 30 feet, at least once, uh, and sure enough, the spell takes you to the last door on the left. And I, like, whisper to these guys, go back and, like, whisper to them so that, like, they can hear me, and it's the last door on the left. Oh, guys like, shit. <laughs> Let's just get real. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. We got to the point where we found it. Okay, okay. Uh, focus. It's like focus. we're badasses, and now we actually have to show that we're badasses. Okay, um, let's. Uh... Hilda asked you guys if you guys are going to sneak in, if we're going to smash in the door, and she looks like she's like you know like almost looks a little sweaty. She's like kind of like breathing a lot heavier, and she looks pretty nervous about this. Though you guys are probably pretty nervous about this as well. Oh, absolutely. If we want, you guys could like almost hide behind the corner and then I can knock on the door. When he answers, I could try to sneak in and scope it out. Uh, and then if I get in so trouble, powerful, though. if I get in trouble, I could just die. <laughs> die. <laughs> is or there a, yell and then you guys can come running. Is there any gaps under the door? Uh, you you want to get up close to the door? I mean, we. Not us, uh, Tilly. Yeah, Tilly, get up to the door, scope it out. Make a cell check with advantage. Nineteen. With a nineteen, you creep up, and I. Uh, as far as that goes, I, I. You know, you you get to about the you know the the door, and it's pretty nondescript. It looks like the, all the other doors in this hall. It doesn't seem as you know incredibly special or anything. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, you you feel like you maybe hear soft talking on the inside. So it's really hard to make out what it is. Uh, but you don't re- you see that there is a, a slight crack under the door, but not like a a, wi- a very wide crack. It's it's you know like paper thin. Hmm. And what would you guys like to do? God. <coughs> Tilly, make a perception check. Yeah, can you hear anything inside? 16. It sounds like a a, a, a deeper male voice. Uh, and there's maybe another voice, but it's kind of softer, more, uh, uh, more of, you know, like a lighter pitch kind of. Uh, but you can't make out what they're saying. Well, knock on the door. You go ahead and knock on the door. Do we want to? Uh, we're gonna hide somewhere, Tilly. <sighs> uh, make stealth checks, everybody, but uh, <laughs> Tilly. Twenty natural twenty, unnatural twenty. I uh, Hilda <laughs> uh, kind of stumbles, and uh, uh, she makes some noise as she turns around the corner uh, of like into the T junction, and the door kind of pops 
And standing in front of you, Tilly, is a wood elf child. And the child sort of, like, opens the door and looks around. He says, oh, I thought I heard something. I guess not. And he goes to slam the door. Before he slams the door, like, I want to look and see we were, if I could see Telmer Venom Star there. You feel like he opened the door uh, wide enough that, like, you know, he could look out. You think that in order to see into the room, you're going to have to get in. Got it. Grab the wood elf child by the wrist and drag him down the hall. You just want to grab the kid? Oh, yeah. You grab the kid, and he freaks out and screams. I Make cast a... silence. Now, hold on. Make initiative check. Oh, no! 16. With a 16, you go to grab the kid and go to start casting a spell. He screams. The kid can't really react in time, and he starts getting dragged out into the hall. And suddenly, the form of a cloaked figure, the cloak goes flying back, and you see Telomere Venom Star standing in the doorframe, looking down as your illusion or the uh, image of you being invisible fades, and you become visible since you've grabbed someone. And he just sort of looks down. He says, Tilly. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause. <laughs> today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.